Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. This podcast episode will be discussing medically related issues. I would like to remind you that although I am a practicing physician, this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. This is not medical, mental, or religious advice. This is not legal or financial advice. And it is your responsibility to pursue medical care as recommended. Please see my website for further information on this disclaimer. Thanks. Hello, and welcome back to the Art of Healing podcast. This is Charlize. Thank you so much for joining me. For today's episode, I am going to cover Reiki as a lifestyle of resilience. Reiki as a lifestyle of resilience. Um, As I was deciding what I wanted to record for this episode, and um, just like everyone else, you know, the um, ongoing saga of 2020 continues where um, most days you think you know what to expect and then you quickly learn um, that you're going to shift gears, change channels, regroup pretty quickly to get through your day. For me personally, um, and if you have uh, looked at any of my um, other information online, I am a practicing physician. I practice internal medicine. Um, um, The day-to-day of uh, treating patients um, change. Thankfully, I was able to keep doing my job one way or the other, virtually or in person. Um, and the um, ongoing pandemic, I felt the effects a multitude of ways from my own patients to myself uh, being tested for coronavirus after developing some mild symptoms. And thank goodness I was negative. Um to seeing the effects it has had on the uh, family members of my patients. Um, But most recently, my brother has been hospitalized uh, with a severe illness. And um, it's been during his hospitalization that I've really felt the effects of um, how Reiki 
as a lifestyle can be truly beneficial and why I feel so inspired to share this with others and try to offer an avenue for others to uh, add this to their lifestyle. Um, Before I became attuned to Reiki, before I became a Reiki practitioner, um, like most people, I dealt with stress um, one way or the other. I I like to exercise, I like to go to the gym, but um, I would say for definitely the first 35 years of my life, um, I had sort of a a concept inside of me that um, I knew there was a certain amount of stress, adversity that I could take. And there was sort of this internal tank that I had that could fill up to a certain point. Um, I actually had, you know, a feeling of what filled the tank, sort of my, you know, life, energy, whatever, what would rejuvenate it and what would deplete it, what would deplete this internal sort of tank of um, energy reservoir. And um, as long as things were going well, it was pretty easy to go through this cycle of refill, empty, refill, empty. Um, and just like with anyone else, things that would empty the tank would be my, um, you know, stress with my job, uh, interpersonal stress. Um, prior to becoming a Tunda Reiki, I was in a relationship that ended uh, abruptly, um, took a big hit on me. But even before it ended, I often would feel this relationship was a source of uh, drain. But then it could also refill the tank. So... I would go through this cycle endlessly for years of refill, drain, refill, drain. Once I became attuned to Reiki, um, this concept was completely turned upside down. Um, For those of you that practice um, any sort of energy work or spiritual work or just have anything that renews you that comes from a source that's not you from beyond, from a higher source, I no longer needed this sort of tank. It just stayed filled. And I personally noticed my resilience, my tolerance for adversity exponentially grew. Um, Not that I would ever consider myself a whiner, but again, I knew I had sort of a set point of so many things I could tolerate for so many aspects of life until it got depleted. And once I was depleted, I actually knew there's, you know, I'm going to get sick going to get a cold, going to get the flu. Um, I'm going to injure myself. Um, I remember in uh, residency when I was a second year resident um, and it was, um, let me correct myself. It was uh, towards the uh, end of my residency. I was working in one of the most stressful environments was ICU. And um, like most training physicians, I was thankful to be there, but Definitely, uh, I think it was a winter months. It was dark. Um, it was a very busy unit. Um, this is going many years back, so this is nothing in comparison to what it would be now um, during the pandemic. But it was a you know difficult time. You know, a lot to learn uh, medically, um, emotionally very stressful. So I live in the Midwest. Uh, we had an incoming ice storm coming, and um, basically what happened. Um, it had been very stressful several days. Um, and at the time when I was in residency, days off, you didn't really get that many days off, usually once a week. Um, but I had concern that we had incoming weather. We started our rounds very early. I brought up to our attending physician that I think we should try to delay when we started rounds, keeping in mind that 
um, I didn't feel it would impact the patients to delay. Um, I had already heard throughout the hospital that many of the services our patients would be needing would be delayed. So thinking of the safety of the uh, medical team, if we could start a little later, um, what resulted? Um, and when I say this, please keep in mind, I have no anger, nothing like that. And I totally see that the person that did this was, you know, going through his own things. Um, the attending physician proceeded to um, uh, assault me verbally for several minutes. Um, but the key is to keep in mind, I'm in I, you know, in my podcast and throughout my blog and everything, I, I discuss medicine. There are many websites I'll discuss some of the toxic environment of medicine, and I have been through it. Um, but this uh, attending physician spent several minutes berating me verbally, screaming, yelling. Um, oddly enough, and I say this with a smile face, I'm laughing. I was not necessarily affected. Um, I had sort of gotten used to his temper tantrums. Um, and as he did it, if I, when I recall my memory, I think I actually kept writing some of my notes. It was a fairly bizarre moment. However, um, I think once it was done, and the rest of the uh, team was concerned and thought I was upset. I was like, no, I'm fine. Let's let's keep going and seeing our patients. Um, but, um, you know, at least at that time, I felt like I had recovered from that toxic exchange. Um, I remember leaving um, this, this storm. It already started coming in. So my commute home was quadruple the time it normally took. And then once I got home, um, you know, I rested, slept, ate got up to go in the next day. And um, getting up that morning, I remember my stress levels were the highest. Uh, the weather was the worst. It was the coldest. And even worse, um, I knew there were sick patients in a team that needed me there. And um, needless to say, my my tank that I ran on was emptied out. And I fell and injured myself, ended up with a fracture in my leg. And um, that was my first taste. And it was in my 20s, this is many, many years ago, of what it's like to run that tank out. Now, um, since having learned some self-care and um, learning that self-care is beyond a hobby, it, uh, it's, it's a necessity, which I started with yoga training, actually formally training yoga, then learning Reiki, that... Um, I'm learning that it's so much easier not to have to depend on my own inner supply to just simply tap into a higher source, um, let that tank never run empty, just let it fill up, and I can immediately bounce back and come back. So before I became attuned to Reiki, I definitely dealt with uh, feelings of anxiety, um, most of the time, and I don't say I don't deal with them now, especially during 2020. But the one thing that I notice is that um, having something like an energy medicine technique like Reiki um, and being more in tune with my own energy, my own feelings, um, I can feel my anxiety coming before it gets there. So much so that I never really have to go through it. Um, I can feel changes in my own energy body. I can start working on myself, um, and oftentimes what I do now is I have, um, you know, others I may work with that I will prepare to, you know, get myself a session, 
And about as soon as I think I'm going to, you know, probably run myself too low, I'm able to turn it around uh, just by doing Reiki sessions on myself. My favorite is to do them at night, sometimes in the morning or even uh, during the day, maybe just a three minute, six minute or nine minute session. Um, one of the biggest things I notice, which a lot of people learn Reiki to heal physical um, um, injuries, and it, it helps. Um, even if you suffer, is it something mild like an ankle sprain? If you are tuned to Reiki, you can treat it yourself. And the way that I think of it depends on the depth and the severity of the injury. So Reiki may not have enough um, juice to necessarily turn that around, but maybe it will. Um, but it can definitely help mitigate what you're going through. For something like an ankle sprain, you cut yourself. Um, of course, um, using Reiki on more serious chronic conditions um, helps in a number of ways, which at some point I think I'll, I'll cover. It helps um, you tune into why it's happened, what's happened, to get into deeper levels to actually start to heal yourself. Um, and the biggest thing with the Reiki as a resilience lifestyle is increasing my personal intuition. Um, my Reiki clients often say that I'm psychic. And I often tell them I am not psychic. Um, I do think there are people who are very gifted, that are born with it, that can see and sense and feel things beyond their uh, normal human sense organs. Um, I don't. But um, I think what they pick up, and, and actually my medical patients often think that uh, I have have used some sort of um, you know superpower. Um, it's... It's the way I describe it is the inner peace that I have from having a Reiki practice and from um, using it so much that it becomes sort of a minute to minute thing throughout my day is that I can tune in and quiet my own thoughts enough that um, other information comes forward and comes forward rapidly. And then it tends to make my life easier. Um this helps when you're dealing with your family, especially when they're upset. So I know in my own family, with our recent, um, you know, having a member in a hospital, that's been difficult. Um, and when treating my own patients, if my patient's particularly upset, they're suffering, they're having a very difficult time, um, knowing that um, I can make space for them, I can quiet my own emotions and allow them to express themselves, um, helps them in ways beyond and allows me to operate in their care in ways that I never could have before um, uh, being attuned to Reiki. Um, the way I sometimes see that is I know some physicians will feel drained or uh, feel like patients drain them. And now that I am Reiki attuned to Reiki master and I've used it with enough practice, this doesn't happen to me. This doesn't happen. Um, I don't worry about patients depleting my emotional, physical, or spiritual energy. Um, I don't want to sound overly confident, but again, I think it's just being attuned to when I meet someone, the amount of suffering they're going through, um, understanding a few energy medicine techniques that there's no need for me to kind of go down the path of suffering with them. If I'm going to help them, I need to stay strong in where I'm at. And um, I think for my, my final reasons that um, Reiki can be a lifestyle of resilience is, um, in addition to just helping you cope during difficult personal times, um, 
definitely helps me to tune in in my work environment. Um, it's easier to work with staff, um, easier for me to work with my colleagues um, because of understanding and just having just a little bit better of intuition, which I'm tuned into myself, that I don't uh, worry or feel the need to respond or see anyone's issues, responses, or anything as anything towards me personally. Going back to my previous example, at the time that that happened, I was a resident, I was much younger, but I understood just a little bit that at the time the attending that did that was must have been very stressed. So I, I didn't I didn't honestly take it personally, although it was I mean it was very you know personally slung at me. Um, but when I revisit that now, and especially understanding um, energy medicine, the environment we're working in, the stress we were under, the stress my attending must have been feeling. Um, I have a much more complete understanding of why he would have lashed out. Um, and um, I mean, I don't don't know because, you know, it. Um, ironically, after that event, I never actually saw him again because of my injury. I was out of work for four weeks. I did always wonder, you know, if he interpreted or if he worried. But, you know, no matter. It doesn't matter um, because. Um, you know, at the time, I, I don't, and I know it wasn't towards me personally. It was just the environment, how we were working, the limitations, the illness, the suffering that we were in, the people that were very, very sick and dying. Um, and um, finally, um, one of the nice things about this Reiki as a resilience lifestyle is um, your role in your family Um as a parent, a sibling, a child, um, it allows you to have the personal resilience so you can be more present for others. Um, I don't have kids. Um, I do have pets and um, I also practice animal Reiki. thing that's been coming up a little bit more frequently than usual um, is uh, Reiki for animals. But I'll tell you, um, Many times it's uh, it's not always the animal that needs it because I think if you're a pet parent, you agree that they're pretty much celestial angelic beings that are made pretty perfect. They might do little things that get you here and there, but you know they're very different from us energetically, emotionally. Um, but um, a lot of times it's the owner that's um, it's the owner that's carrying some issues, some heavy energy. And because of uh, the role our, our pets will play in our life, they will sacrifice themselves to carry that energy for you. So um, when it does come up, sometimes I'll um, will wonder and if this you know if it's appropriate, if it's allowable, I'll, I'll recommend the owner. Do you want a session of Reiki? Because um, while it may be the animal, the animal definitely may have past trauma, especially if it was a sheltered animal, rescued, something like that. Um, I'm going to always wonder if maybe the owner is having some suffering that the pet is simply caring for them. So um, as a resilience lifestyle, which um, as we move forward and as we get closer to even more stressful events is, you know, the election and just so many things going on. I don't think that it's a terrible idea to think about um, what you can have to help yourself. Um, Reiki is a modality. I know, I know some of yoga. Um, I'm a practicing physician. 
So I'm not saying it's the only path. It's just the topic that I'm comfortable with that I know. But um, I do hope for yourself you'll find something, um, if it's your um, prayer circle or um, just however, you you know, find that to help refill you so that you don't feel drained. Because um, the one thing we're learning in 2020 is as we go through whatever, we're going through this worldwide global transition, um, change, rapid change, uncertainty is now kind of our normal. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your time with me. I value it. I hope this is helpful. Um, As always, you can find me at my website, healingartshealthandwellness.com. I am also on Instagram. And, and you have to forgive me. I'm, I always say I'm not the most tech savvy, but I know I'm on social media, but I can't ever remember those handles. Um, but thank you so much for listening um, and hope we can interact soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.